Welcome to the first SJX podcast. We're here at Dubai Watch Week, and I decided to do this because I met two collectors based in Dubai, who are both seasoned watch enthusiasts with almost diametrically opposed perspectives on watch collecting. They collect different things for different reasons. Um, so I decided that it would be a good idea uh, to have the two of them sit down and explain why they collect watches in the way they do. With me is Adel Al-Rahmani, who is uh, the founder of Dubai Watch Club, and Syed Ahmed Hosseini, who is a collector based in Dubai. Adel only collects independent watchmaking and highly complicated mechanical watches. Ahmed, on the other hand, only collects Odima Piguet and Richard Mille. Now we'll have Adele and Hamed go back and forth over some of the big questions in watch collecting. Okay, so now we start with the basics. Introduction. What kind of watches you collect? You start, start with you. What do you like? What do you like? I like only AP and other. Why? Because for me, I'm not into watchmaking. I like the watch with good looking watch. For me, movement is not important because always I wear the watch from the front side. And uh, for me, the most important thing is the material and looking uh, good looking watch. So I'm fan of the very comfortable watch. I hate classic watch. I don't like the watch with the crocodile strap. I don't like the watch with the, uh, you know, full bracelet and this. I prefer to have a watch with rubber strap, with Velcro strap, something comfortable to wear. So what kind of APs or Richard Mille do you have? Richard Mille, I have mainly TPT and ceramic and cermet. You know, I have only the fancy material. I'm not titanium, I have, I don't have any gold watches, I don't have, because Richard Mille is not the brand for gold and it's not the brand for diamond. So I have the basic watches with the TPT, I, I enjoy wearing TPT. But, you know, always I wear my watches with the black strap. I don't like, you know, too much fancy colors like pink booba or a smiley <laughs> or something like that. Okay, Adele. What do you collect? What do you like? Why? Uh, so I collect a bit of everything else. So uh, again, not to say uh, that I don't like Richard Mille, I've owned two. Uh, not to say that I don't like AP, I've owned uh, three, I believe. So yeah, I, I, I do understand the point that, uh, yeah. Uh, but I believe that there's more to watches than just the aesthetics and the design and the materials used in, in the case. I believe that most of the value in uh, the watches that we're buying today comes from what's on the other side of, of uh, the uh, dial, let's say. So I appreciate the amount of time and work it takes to polish each individual bridge, uh, to do the anglage, to do... Give us examples of some of such brands you like or you own. Uh, for example, a few days ago I was wearing the Vacheron uh, Grave, the basic one, uh, the non-Tourbillon version. And it 
it's essentially a watch without a dial. So you've got the base plate and the bridges on both sides. Uh, you can see wonderful uh, craft in terms of engraving. Uh, there's a story behind the engraving pattern dating back, uh, I think, fifth century Roman columns. So I appreciate the amount of effort that goes into that. Now, it may not be uh, made out of TPT or have a gem set bezel, but uh, I think that uh, in terms of polar opposites, that's where I would say uh, I would rather have my money there. Now, not to say that I don't like gem set AMPs. I love gem set AMPs. You <laughs> <laughs> and fancy carbon fiber, uh, carbon uh, Richard Mills. But you, you mentioned um, finishing movements doesn't not it's not your interest. No. Uh, when we were speaking yesterday, you said some of it's garbage. <laughs> why, why, um, why, why does it, why does this not interest you? You know, the thing is, I like, you know, for example, there are some brands that are making fully handmade watches. I cannot mention the name, but, <laughs> but as you see, you know, they are very boring watches. They go everything by details, by hand but it just come at the end of the day with one simple dial and over a minute second watch. And you know what I see today? Everyone dying for this kind of watches. Why? Because they are thinking this is kind of investment. If something happened to the watchmaker, the watch will be 10 times. So why you have to buy a watch and sit and pray the, the guy and go into other life, you get extra money. Let the record show I'm <laughs> And, uh, you know, honestly, I like to wear the watch, which is a little bit fancy, which watch has a good looking also. Everything is not, I prefer sometimes if I buy one watch with 100% machine made, looking beautiful, then, you know, the movement which they work for, I don't know, maybe 10 days to polishing the movement and this. But, so you are also saying that you are looking, you like watches? that have an original character you can recognize. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because classic watches all look like breaking. To be honest or... with you today, if you wear Richard Mille RM55 Booba, the basic white watch, mm. from 200 meters you can recognize and see this watch. The most uh, issue we have with the Richard Mille in Europe and uh, everywhere else instead of Dubai, we cannot wear the watch because it's very easy recognizable and very easy to steal. You know, I got attacked four years ago and they steal my watch. Imagine, I, I don't want to mention a brand, but if I was wearing one, one of the handmade brand, nobody will touch and also they will come and kiss me. <laughs> so this is uh, the fact. And you know, we are a young generation. What I see now, you know, compared to 20 years ago, I can see my daughter is using iPad very well when she's only 12 years old. So the, the life, everything is changing. And you know, for me, first of all, I hate vintage watches because uh, I like to collect whatever I can see and collect. I don't want someone come and tell me a story. The guy was him making watch the 200 years ago and this is the watch. No, because if someone did, it's dead. <laughs> you can, there is nothing to be, uh, nothing make you happy. So I like to collect my own collection. And my own collection is just three or four brands. I don't want to expand it with other brands because we are buying the watch to enjoy. You know, for me, even sometimes with the brand, I'm fighting only because of the number. Since six, uh, 
imagine three months, six months, we are talking with the brand only if I can get my London. And, uh, you know, I enjoy wear something which is looking beautiful and comfortable. When I mentioned Richard Mill, you know, since 2001, so many brands came. You can see now today we have all the brand we have independent and we have some important brand from 200 years ago but the way with the success of richard mill you can see all other brands they try to uh, be same like richard mill but it's not happening because richard mill first of all i'm not wearing suits in my life i'm wearing always casual jeans and t-shirt and this i think with this we have the best uh, opportunity to wear the RM and enjoying the watch because of the weight, because of the material. Movement is something I don't say it's not really important at all, but it's for me, okay, if you want to have investment or if you want to have something for long term, yes, maybe movement uh, important. But I am the person who's following trend and trend can be changed in any moment. So, for example, today, AP, they are making beautiful ceramics. Okay, but if you see the long-term material, ceramic was not there. Always people dealing with titanium, steel, rose gold, platinum, which is major uh, material. But, you know, AP today, ceramic successful because it's a trend. It's a fashion. When I see someone wearing blue ceramic, I see it's a nice watch to wear. And we are not thinking about long-term. You know, if you want to think about long term, you can not buy this kind of brand because AP, with the way they come up this year, you know, they have a lot of launches than this. It's more fashion brand. It's not like, uh, you know, a classic brand. They uh, launch seven, ten watches per year or some other brand like they do. Uh, less amount I mean, with less launches. So we are following the trend and we are following the fashion. And if you want to see in a short time, always fashion is nice to work. So you made a good point. This gentleman made a good point about now, uh, <clears throat> watches with simple watches, with good finishing are everywhere. Everyone is trying to do it. You can go to the fair, you'll find half a dozen guys all making watches. They claim to be hand finished time only. Uh, and that has become the trend in itself. You said earlier you 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 respect and appreciate um, finishing in watches. Yet now it has become relatively much more common than it was before. What do you feel? What do you think about this, or what do you feel about it? I agree with a lot of points that he said, uh, but uh, when it comes down to it, right? I would rather uh, spend my money on uh, something that has been worked on by a human and not by a machine because I believe that that's where value, that's where I perceive value to me. Uh, I don't mind if a watch is a boring uh, three-handed watch, hours, minutes, and seconds, but like if it's finished to the level, to the degree that I can appreciate them, that I can understand how many man hours went into this, uh, how little CNC machines were used, uh, how little external interferences there were to the caliber. I think that that's special and I appreciate that aspect of watch making. But coming back to the point that he said uh, that these watches have become very common, these watches have been 
uh, now perceived as investable pieces, uh, you go to uh, the watchmaker who's making uh, completely hand-finished stuff. You, you know the brands I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. hand-finished yeah. and and... and you can't get them anymore. They're selling for two or three times the price in the market. They put you on a 55-year wait list, you know. So, yes, I, I don't like that either, and I don't, uh, and I don't think that's uh, that's right. But uh, here we are, and uh, I, I do believe that the quality has has been significantly reduced from when, uh, let's say, watches of a similar caliber or similar aesthetic were being. Important question. You said you value this approach to watchmaking or finishing. Yes. But now, this has also become more common. So as a collector yourself, since you value this, how do you judge now what is good and what is not good because there is so much more? It's very difficult to judge, honestly, because like now there's no way to judge until you uh, see exactly where the watches are made. Because like today we see a lot of uh, people claiming that they're doing something and when you go to their uh, fact. Well, watchmakers claim to do it by hand, but actually it's all done by machine. Yeah, well, I would and say it looks all, exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, it's it's the the words that they use may be misleading at times. You know, like uh, uh, completely hand finished. Okay, completely hand finished. What do you mean by completely hand finished? So you're saying completely means that it's it's no no other tools were being used, or it was just like a man and a bit of boxwood. Like, what do you mean completely hand finished? You know, and then they can mislead us with this. In fact, it could be that some watches that are portrayed as being completely hand finished actually probably has the same level of hand finishing as a Royal Oak. Exactly. No, I, I I've seen the some, same amount. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I've, I've been to these factories, right? And I've been to AP. And the amount of hand finishing that goes into it, and it's actually quite, the case and it's it. quite high. I mean, if you compare it to some other brands, and shockingly high. And it's difficult to justify why this three-handed watch is retailing today at, I don't know, 2025. Yeah. And why another one would be retailing at, let's say, 400. Yeah, there we go. Well, maybe not 400, but like, you know where I'm going, like in that price range of 100, yeah, 150. So like, how does that make sense? Right, yeah. and then when you come and compare chrono uh, chronometry, that's that's a whole different uh, aspect. I mean, like I owned uh, quite a few complicated watches with uh, various levels of uh, constant force or escapement or uh, special regulation on the balance wheel, whatever, and they still can't seem to beat my uh, Rolex Datejust mm -hmm. in terms of precision. And these, I mean, you've got a fusée chain in one, you've got like a natural escapement in another, you've got a burn cage on something else, and like these watches break down or they just can't hold up as well as a Rolex can. And I don't know why that is. I mean, like I ask the questions, but like I get these answers, like the watch was regulated in Switzerland on top of a mountain at different altitudes, at different temperatures, you bring the watch to Dubai and then everything expands. And then the next drop the box. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Even if I go and hand carry, uh, even if I go and pick the watch myself, right? Like I've, I've still seen it happen, you know? You mentioned price. And actually now some simple time-only watches cost as much as a Royal Oak Tourbillon with Gemset Bezel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So value, you wonder, it's hard to distinguish where the value is now. You know, I tell you something. I, I want to give you a point which is, I consider it just like one or two months ago. First of all, in the world, we don't have any word like collector. We can see today some of the big collector of some brand since 1980, they are collecting the watches and now everything in one shot coming to the auction. So we, we cannot say we, we have a good collector of watches or we have a passionate collector, no. At the end of the day, 
this is in terms of the, the time, everyone will sell. Someone will sell the watch in three months, someone will sell the watch in 30 years. Someone, you know, you see the most important collection now coming to the auction, which the guy was collecting 43 years. And this is, uh, in fact, we are not a watch collector. I'm talking about myself. I'm not a watch collector at all. I'm collecting time and I'm collecting love. And this is, you know, uh, for me, I'm a watch lover. I cannot say I'm a collector, but as a point of the price, I can tell you I started with the brand in 2016. We bought the watch uh, for, you know, I can say the, for example, I can even mention the name, the AP Skeleton for 38,000. Today they are selling same watch for 70,000. Okay, if you ask from the brand, they said inflation, Corona, but all of this thing happened in the last two years. You know, how come in six years or seven years you make double the price? Why? Because unfortunately today, people getting the watch, uh, many of the people getting watch to resell. So that's making issue for us. When I go to negotiate for my special order, with the brand, I can tell them, you know, I have a watch four years ago, a special order. I got it for 100,000. Today, same watch you have, you are making limited edition for one country. And, you know, you are using exactly same watch, even it's not with the same stock for 230,000. If you don't fight with the brand for the price, that means you are having easy money or that means you just want to buy the watch and sell. But if you see the world now going crazy for the watch and everything become very expensive, we can, you know, as a good lover of the watch these days, we cannot afford to buy a watch because everywhere you go, they are putting, you know, there is no logic behind the price. They just throw the number. If they see successful gone, if no, later on you have to handle with them. And you know, okay, you know, in regarding with the handmade or machine made, you know, I've been in very important factory almost seven times, which is one of the top factory for the watchmaker. Even there you can see 90%, 85% handling by machine and human. So, you know, the bracelet which you see, everything made, you know, precise and everything because of the machine or Rolex today is a fully automatic, uh, you know, fully machine-made. But if you see all the brand last two, three years because of the default and this, they are trying to improve the quality. But at the end of the day, even the one they are saying totally handmade and this, I'm not believing on this. I believe 80% because our life today is machine-like, you know, you start with your phone is fully machine made. You start with your car is fully machine made. So there is nothing called human. This is not like 50 years ago, someone welding and this. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense for me. But for me as a watch lover, I like to wear something. My point from the watch, we are not the show off person, but I like to have beautiful watch. For me, you know, to have a same brand, 10 watches, because now there is no innovation in any brand. They are just following the gem setting and different material, different dial. And they say, wow, you know, novelty came up without anything. 
So still some brand, independent brand you can find, they are putting time and effort to make something nice. But also, you know, when you go to them to buy the watch or something, they will make it drama, so you will never buy. So better you go and buy from the machine-made watch, and easy you own it. <laughs> That's true. Well said. Well said. So, well said. That, that being said, I, I would like to say that this, uh, this whole uh, drama and wait list and praying that the watchmaker dies, I think that this is a phenomenon uh, that has uh, happened over the last three to four years. I don't think that this was how the market was before. So prior to that, I mean, uh, I don't want to name names, but like, let's say the um, strong independent watchmakers uh, between 1995 to 2005, okay, that, that whole group, right? Their watches were lying dead on shelves, and it was very easy to get the watches. And honestly, they were creating timepieces that I don't believe many people have the expertise to create even today. And even if people did have the expertise, they would not invest the amount, uh, the required amount of investment in research and development to create these calibers. And yes, you're right. I mean, the the the, the brands have become lazy. Uh, they, uh, they, they come up with a new dial color, they come up with a new bezel. And because before the market was not strong, at least you see all the brand they try to make innovative, innovation things, you know, with so the watches. We have spoiled them. Yeah. I'll be very yeah. honest with you. You are not spoiling them, the people from the gray market and all the dealer and, you know, secondary market spoil all the watch brand. So today they said, okay, even whatever uh, garbage we make, uh, at least we change the color and everything. Okay, everyone will come and buy. So we doesn't need the innovation. We doesn't need anything. We just make the same product, different material, different color, and everyone clap and they said, wow, what a beautiful watch. I respect that you have accepted that, that you have said, it's fine. It doesn't matter. I'll buy the machine made watches. They look cool. They look nice. They're, they, 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 they make me feel good. I think they're beautiful. And you don't need to beg anyone and to get the watch. Well, <laughs> maybe not true, but like if I was to try and get the same pieces you were trying to get, I would have to beg a little bit. You know, today when we are talking about beauty, you know, I'm, I try to buy a brand. I don't want to name it. I go four times to the boutique. For me, I have a good access to get watches and uh, we try to, you know, the watches which I like, I can say I get everything. But, you know, I try to go to a new brand to get the watch. They, you know, to buy 150,000 francs, they want to bundle with me 700,000 francs. Also, it's not important. But, you know, they bring me inside uh, 48 millimeter side. I said, said can I wear in my wrist or in my head? No, I know the friend, uh, I know the watch and the brand that you're talking yeah. about. And I, to be honest, I really love that brand, but I do not uh, love what they've become. And I cannot, it's, it's difficult for me to recommend that brand to anyone anymore. You have the most beautiful one from before. And when you go and buy the watch before, they respect you. They give you the watch, they do everything. Like Today, it's, when it's you event. go there, you feel shame. Why? Because uh, they treat you very bad and you don't know what you have to do. That's unfortunate, but I tell you something, I still will uh, wait for things to reset. Because yes. I don't think that this can be sustained for a long time. At the end of the day, I believe that things will go back to where they were. They will come back to us instead of us going back to them. And maybe at that point, uh, when... We can start to buy again. Well, we'll make, 
Do you have I'm a not chance talking to... about myself, but I'm I'm trying to uh, uh, broaden your horizons. But, yeah. Okay, like, both of you yeah. have talked about the difficulty and the drama in buying a watch today. Yeah. So why do you still want to buy watches? It is. I can tell you something. You know, when you grow up and when you are with the watch community, you know the people are in this room. I travel with some of them minimum twenty times to Geneva. So we are a group, okay? Maybe when we are in Dubai, we are not meeting each other. But when we go outside Dubai in Geneva, we are every day together. You cannot uh, forget the watch because watch already in our blood. And we are thinking uh, to the watch is not just watch. For us, it's kind of everything. Why? Because we are adapted with the watch. You know, when I travel, unfortunately, I cannot wear the watch anywhere else in the world. Only in Dubai we can wear and enjoy and nothing happening to us. As big as the, his collection is and as impressive as the pieces that he has, I have never seen him wear a watch outside of Dubai. So I, I, I understand. Because I have, you know, they attack me and I, I steal my watch. Yes. When you get a bad experience, you will never again repeat that. That was right in front of the hotel. Yeah, and also it was in a city yes. which is quite safe in their opinion. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, today, nowhere else instead of Dubai safe to wear the watch. And imagine, you know, I was alone and it's nothing happened to me. Imagine you travel and you are with the family and this happened in front of your kids and this. It will be very bad in their minds. So better to avoid and wearing the watches. You know, we love watches. We like to buy even with drama. Sometimes we go and we fight and this. But it has to be something logic. For 150,000 francs, you should not buy 700,000 francs. You have to buy 700,000 francs and then you get 150,000. It doesn't make sense. You know, because the brand, if you see something is not successful, better to make it discontinue and throw it in the garbage instead of giving it to the people by push. Well, well I'm with you at that point, okay, but I also want to counterpoint with something else, right? Uh, if, if, Please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, as far as I know, ceramic originally <laughs> comes from sand as uh, as a base, so right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. So, All the uh, so yeah, right. So now I I think it's quite hilarious that brands are able to sell sand to Arabs at uh, at a premium, and uh, and we we go chase after them to buy these pieces. Now see, I I don't think that that's right. But if we go chasing after something which is which someone has actually spent the time working on, finishing to a high level of degree. I think that that's where I'd rather spend, let's say, $100,000, not just on a case and then a movement which involves less amount of care. So again, that's just me, because like I would prefer that aspect of the watch. And I understand what you're saying, that you prefer the design aspect. But at the end of the day, I think we have... The reason why you, you're not able to take that step into seeing the watchmaking world through my eyes is because the brands that you like today want to bundle your stuff. And I think that when that time passes, and I hope it passes sometime soon. Because I buy what I like. I don't care and I don't follow the market. It's going up or I check in the second day. Some of this independent brand, if you today buy, you can guarantee after five years or 10 years will be double or triple. But uh, you know, with the with the watches which is having not future, you know, just today, you cannot know what will happen to the brand after five years. That doesn't matter to me. Like when I was buying 
I, I can't, I, I don't want to name names, but like when I was buying some early brands. Yeah. It wasn't, you buy it and you lose money. Okay, so since we're on the topic of returning, yeah. okay. I bought it and when I told people that I bought it, they left it. Yes. They said that you could buy this much cheaper in, in another country. You yeah. can find this much cheaper with this retailer. Yeah, exactly. Look at it in the market. And even then, I got it with a huge discount. And yeah. even then, people were, were, were laughing and they were saying, this, this is just a toy. Yeah. You know? And I thought it was just cool. You know? But like that. But uh, the same thing I feel with a lot of independent brands. Uh, they, they, they come in different shapes and sizes and different complications and different ways to read the time. And a lot of them, if you saw them back in 2007, 2010, even up to 2014, 15, yeah. it didn't look like they had much of a future. Yeah, some of them were stabilized. Yeah. But like, if you bought it today, like a lot of times before buying a watch, I would think if after 10 years it needs service, who's going to service it for me? Yeah, exactly. Where am I going to send it? These brands today are super, are, are super stars. Yeah. They used to be part of the clearance sale. Yeah, true. And now they're super stars. I think, you know, with the 8 billion population in the world. go either way. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. That's what I totally to agree. And, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say that I'm a smart investor no, or no. I'm very good at picking watches. No, that, that, nothing like that. You are the one who love watches and you just follow your heart. Exactly. You didn't and, care and what look, is and happening. You're, and you're the same. It's just that yeah. you see it through one angle and I see it through another. Yeah. I see, if I, I see the watch from the backside, you yeah. see the watch from the front Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I may be allowed to sum up. <laughs> you know, I, I think both of you collect different kinds of watches for different reasons. Exactly. But both of you love watches for the same reason in the sense that you buy what you love. Exactly. Uh, as you love the product, but you do not like the industry yes. or the business aspect of it, but you still exactly. love the product. Yeah, exactly. And I think what Adele said earlier that things will not be like that forever yes. is probably true and then watches will become easier to buy and a bit more fun. Exactly.